I had a completely different podcast episode planned for today. But with me just getting back from a trip and experiencing just overwhelm and anxiousness and feeling like I can't get caught up on my week, I thought, what better thing to share with you than what I'm currently going through and struggling with and what I'm learning through this experience and what I'm going to do in the future to help my life. And of course, I think this would benefit anyone. So I'm going to share some tips with you. But first, I'm going to share with you what happened this past weekend that has got me in such a frazzled state of mind. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Jared and I recently took a trip to Salt Lake City, Utah, an all-expense-paid trip from the company that I am a brand partner for. Um, I earned this trip probably four years ago, and I had been deferring it for several years, hoping to take a teammate with me, and then COVID happened, and all travel ceased at that time, and this year I was so excited to be able to finally take this trip and to just be celebrated for the accomplishments that I had achieved in my company. And um, so we were out there. And as you know, I'm, well, you might not know, but I'm from Florida. And it is a two hour time difference between Florida and Utah. And I don't really do good with time changes or different time zones. Jared and I took a trip out to Colorado last November to celebrate our 15th year anniversary. And we went for, I think it was seven days, like a week. And it took me a couple of days, probably an entire week to recover from that trip. And you would have thought that I would have learned my lesson the last trip that I took to a different time zone, but no, I didn't. I thought, oh, we're just going for a shorter amount of time. It's not going to be as bad to recover from the time difference and jet lag. No, <laughs> it is difficult no matter how long you go for. So we went for three three nights and I, I thought I had prepared my house and my lifestyle and my motherhood and everything, my home management. I thought I had prepared it pretty well before I left. So what I usually do to prepare for a trip, I usually don't go grocery shopping. I for like a whole week before. And I make all the groceries stretch as far as I can. And because I don't want to waste any food and I don't want food to spoil. And so I don't do any grocery shopping or refrigerator is basically bare by the time we leave. I make sure laundry is put away. 
um, dishes are done, so nothing in the sink for when I come home, and I tidy up the house as much as I can, okay? So that's usually my routine before I leave to go on a trip. Well, (laughs) I come back from our trip, we get home at like 8.30 p.m. Sunday night, and Monday comes along, and Jared goes back to work, and it's okay for him to go back to work because he can just focus on one thing, focus on work. But us stay-at-home moms, when Monday comes around, or work-from-home moms, Monday comes around, we have to tackle all of the things, and I have just felt like I've been treading water this week, trying to catch up, had nothing prepared. I love to do my weekend reset of our house and our home and our budget and our meal plan, everything, and I couldn't do that. So I found myself on Monday trying to do all the things that I would normally do on the weekend, plus all the things that I typically do on Mondays, and I'm not doing it very well. And so now it's Wednesday, and I have, I'm behind on everything because I've not given myself space or time to rest or to catch up. I've just been trying to achieve all the things while catching up on all the things that I should have done on the weekend that I normally do, and it's just a big train wreck. (laughs) Mainly, the train wreck is happening inside my head, and I've shed a couple of tears, and no, it's not that time of the month. I'm just overwhelmed and feeling anxious, and I was on my way home from Bible study tonight, and I just thought, oh my goodness, I gotta get my podcast up. It's Wednesday. People are gonna be expecting. I wanna be consistent. And I have a podcast episode already ready that I prepared ahead of time, but I just didn't feel like it was right for the moment. I want to be true and authentic to myself and be true and authentic to you. And I don't want to paint the picture that everything is sunshine and roses over here when I am struggling. So I want to bring you along on this journey with me while I'm struggling through this life. And I started brainstorming. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that podcast. I'll save that for next week. It's a really good one, by the way. So I started brainstorming. I am feeling this way. Okay, Lisa, learn from your experiences. What can you do to prepare ahead of time to make your trip better the next time you go on a trip? So I like, I don't like to do things retroactively, okay? I don't like to like be in the state right now that I'm in. I want to like hit, I want to problem solve before I ever get to, you know, the problem. Okay. I want to have these, these markers and these parameters in place and these routines and habits and everything in place so that when things come up like a trip, I know what to do. And my body just like goes into habit mode. Okay. So I came up with like five tips that I'm going to I'm actually going to write these down because I don't want to forget them (laughs) the next time I go on a trip. And I'm also going to put it in podcast form. So maybe I can listen back to this one day and be like, Lisa, look, you know, don't shoot yourself in the foot this time. Prepare ahead of time. So you have an amazing trip, but then you come home rejuvenated and refreshed and you're not needing a vacation from your vacation. Have you ever heard that saying you need a vacation from your vacation? Okay. So I have five tips for you that I'm going to put into place and maybe through my mistakes, you can learn from my mistakes and you can put these in place for yourself when you go on a trip as well. Because we're about to go into the busy season of the year, holidays, traveling, visiting families, and all the things. So maybe these will help you to get things in place. And don't be lazy. (laughs) Do it. 
Um, that way you can enjoy and you can like soak in the time that you're with your family, but then you won't come home like an angry mad woman <laughs> and screaming at your kids. I haven't screamed at my kids, but my, my son did tell me today that I came home in a bad mood just because I made him do homework today or schoolwork today. <laughs> I said, I, he had a come to Jesus meeting with me. I said, I am not in a bad mood, even though I was tired. I said, you just have to do schoolwork today because today is Wednesday and we do schoolwork every day. Oh, the struggles of homeschooling families. <laughs> okay, so tip number one is do not let your groceries in your refrigerator be completely bare. So tip number one would be to stock up your groceries before your trip. Don't do what I did and completely use everything up. Now you want to stock things in your refrigerator and your freezer that won't spoil. So maybe in your freezer, have some chicken breasts in your freezer and some, you know, frozen vegetables. Um, Maybe have some pasta and some cans of tomato sauce ready and some, you know, ground turkey or whatever you can to make easy meals. And you can even freeze lunch meat and bread if you don't want it to go bad. So think about those things. Okay, so I've always done the opposite and I've shared that with you. I've always tried to use up all our groceries before our trip so the food doesn't boil. Um, But, you know, like I said, I come home and I'm stressed and everybody's hungry. Like for instance, on Sunday night, we go home at 8.30. Well, I've got to feed the kids breakfast the very next morning. I literally had nothing. Maybe some granola bars. So I ended up doing my meal planning that Monday morning and I just fed them. We went to Hardee's <laughs> to get a biscuit. And if you have to do that, then do that. But I would rather have just like come home on Sunday and then my Monday starts completely fresh. Everything is done. It just kind of happens on autopilot. Well, that didn't happen. So learn from my mistake and make sure that your groceries are stocked up before you leave your house. Like stock it up for at least like four or five days because you might not be ready on Wednesday to go to the grocery store. Like I went on Monday and I still don't feel good enough to go to the grocery store. And it's Wednesday, um, even though I've already went. But go ahead and stock up for like a full week if you can. You know, plan ahead. Go ahead and take the time. I know it's going to take a little bit extra work to think through. Okay, I'm only, I'm just focusing on our trip right now. And I am not even thinking about what's going to happen when we come home. But think about how you, you know, you feel when you return home and you're stressed and you're frazzled and everything. Let that motivate you to go ahead and take some time before you leave to go ahead and plan your meal plan. Like I do a whole meal planning board. I'm going to do an episode completely on meal planning one of these days and go ahead and plan your meal board, have your meals already in check, do your grocery list, go ahead and buy your groceries. Now think about, okay, you're going to be gone maybe for a whole week so these groceries can't spoil. So plan your meals with things that won't spoil while you're gone, okay? So tip number two. So tip number one was to make sure your groceries are stocked and not completely cleaned out like mine. Um, Now you might wanna definitely throw away leftovers. I definitely do that. I throw away leftovers and clean out any food that we've already been eating on because I don't wanna do that when I get home. I wanna have a completely clear, clear, refrigerator except for the groceries that I've planned for for that week when I come home. I mean, how amazing would that be? It would be like your best you would be like your best friend by just it, it it would almost seem like the grocery fairy came to your house while you were gone and stocked your refrigerator. Wouldn't that be amazing? Now, you might could hire somebody to do that. Think about that. Who could you hire to stock your refrigerator while you're gone? Hmm. 
that might be a good service to look into. <laughs> okay, so tip number two. This is something I do do, do do, and I am going to keep doing, is to clean and tidy the house before you leave. I like to come home to a fresh house. Now, it doesn't stay fresh for very long because you come in and you bring your, you drop your suitcases wherever they land. We like to unpack our suitcases right as we walk, you know, at, right after we walk in the door to just like, get it over with. We take everything out. It either goes to the bed to be sorted and put away or it goes straight into the washing machine to be wa- washed immediately. I don't like suitcases to sit around. Jared is really, really good at that. I'm kind of get scatterbrained and... Um, distracted by things around the house. So he's much better at that than I am. So um, this is something that I have always done is to clean and tidy our house. Um, That includes all laundry is done. It's all washed, nothing in the dryer. Um, the, the, the washer and dryer are ready for our dirty clothes from our trip. It's ready to receive it. Nothing in hampers. We don't even have hampers in our house. Um, So all of the laundry is completely put away. So anything that comes home from our trip with us is what's going to be washed. And all the dishes, no dishes in the sink. We don't even use our dishwasher, but if you are somebody who uses your dishwasher, make sure it's completely cleaned out before you leave. Now, some people will load up their dishwasher and turn it on when they walk out the door. That's fine if you want to do that. I I don't see a problem with that. But just remember that you're going to have to unload that. So that's an extra step that you're going to have to do when you get home and get back into your routine. Okay? Um, So not only cleaning and tidying your house or tidying up your house. But this is something that I did for the first time this past summer while we were on our big family vacation with Jared's family. We do that every single summer. I hired a housekeeper to come and clean my house while I was gone. It was the best gift that I gave myself ever. (laughs) I walk into a house, my house, and it's completely clean, completely spotless. It is like reset. It's like walking into a hotel room when somebody came like the housekeepers came and cleaned your hotel room while you're gone and they really reset your your beds and everything I love that feeling so if you can swing it definitely hire a housekeeper when you take a trip or when you go on a vacation it is so luxurious and so nice to come home to a clean house okay tip number three is to complete your first day duties before you leave. Okay. So complete any first day duties for whatever day that you return. So for us, I returned on Sunday at 8.30 PM. The day was already over. So I didn't have any Sunday duties. So for me, if I could return on Sunday, Monday is going to be considered my first day. So what am I, what do I usually do on Monday? I usually check in with my um, brand partnership customers see how they're doing, if they need my help. Um, I usually edit my podcast that's going out on Wednesday on Monday. So that's something I need to do ahead of time before I go on my trip. And I had done that for my other episode that I had planned, but obviously I've changed it up now. Okay. And then I also homeschool on Mondays. Well, homeschooling, you know, I, I can't really do that ahead of time because it's just a daily training we really don't focus on like completing our assignments. It's mainly like, this is what is good for my kids every single day. So this is good training, good brain training. And so we do it every single day. So the first two duties that I had for Monday that I typically do on Monday is 
check out my customers, which I can do ahead of time. I can do that before I leave. And then I can edit my podcast. Now, those two things I can take care of ahead of time so that I'm not doing them on my first day back because I'm exhausted. I'm not thinking clearly. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I have jet lag. I'm not going to be at my top capacity to be able to take care of the duties that I usually need to do on Monday. But the homeschooling, mm, you know, I can't really do that because it's a daily training for my kids. So my option would be to take a day off from school, which I didn't do. I should have done it. I'm like shooting myself in the foot now, but I already felt behind because my kids didn't get um, a full week of school last week because we went on this trip. So, um, but also for me, I do a weekend reset. And if you missed that episode, it is episode seven. So go back and listen to that episode. I share with you seven areas in my home that I reset every weekend. It's, I really feel like it's a really good episode that could benefit anybody. So because I didn't do my weekend reset on Saturday and Sunday, usually on Sunday is when I do it, that pushed that activity or those tasks to Monday. So not only did I have my typical Monday task, but I also had my weekend reset. So what does that include? It includes resetting my calendars, resetting my budget, resetting my meal plan, and of course, I didn't have my meal plan done ahead of time and resetting our home. Well, our home was pretty much reset, but when you come home from a trip, you have all your baggage, you have all your things. And then my kids were at their grandparents' house. So then they have all of their things and it's just, uh, it's just a mess. So, so I have two days worth of tasks that I have to squeeze all into one day, that first day back. And I am literally drowning, trying to figure out what I need to prioritize. And obviously, it's food. (laughs) Food was the number one priority. And so what I did is I had the kids do a little bit of schoolwork, things that they could do independently while I did our meal plan. And it is just something I had to do. I had to get the plan done so I could make my grocery list. And then we just, we usually don't run errands on Monday, but we just took the whole day to run some errands. I gave myself grace. I took them to Chick-fil-A. I got them lunch and we were just taking our time to reset our house or reset our home for the week to come because I knew that if I didn't, I would be trying to catch up all week, which I still feel like I am, but at least our food, at least we're getting fed. So number two, two, two top priority things are sleep and food. If people are hungry, they're mad. If people aren't getting enough sleep, they're mad. So you have to make sure that you're taking care of the food in your house and making sure everybody is getting enough sleep. All right, tip number four is to hire a babysitter. This is something I do not do enough of. And I really need to have a list of people that I can just call and say, hey, can I pay you to watch my kids? Or can my kids come over for the day? Um, I don't do this enough. Now, my kids can stay home by themselves. um, And they can, for the most part, entertain themselves. But I really feel like having the house quiet and to myself is so much, I'm so much more productive if I do rather than them just being like entertained with television or with video games or telling them to go outside because you know that that doesn't last. It doesn't last long. I tell my kids to go outside and five minutes later, they're coming back in and I'm like, what happened to going outside? Like I'll tell my kids, go on a walk through the woods and get lost. (laughs) But for real, like I remember going in the woods and just like spending time just walking through the trails. And I feel like that is a lost art with kids nowadays. 
I don't know. My kids do much better outside if I'm outside with them. Even if I'm like working in my garden, they'll just like be outside. Maybe because I'm like outside and I'm not in the cool air where they think that I'm being spoiled or whatever. I'm not sure what it is. But hiring a babysitter is not being selfish. (laughs) So whatever you need the babysitter for, even if it's just half a day, to just give yourself time and space to think. Um, Now, if you are a mom where your kids get to go to school, yay, there's your babysitter. Be thankful for that. But if you're a work-from-home mom like me, um, hire a babysitter. Take that time. And I really feel like the babysitter needs to be out of your house. That way you can just have your house to yourself. Don't you just love it when you get to be home by yourself and take care of all the things that you need to on your timeline and not feel like rushed to do anything. So that is something that I'm definitely going to put in a place for now on when we go on a trip and just foreseeing the tasks that I need to get done and scheduling in either the play date or my kids to go to friends' houses or just hiring a babysitter. Somebody I can go drop my kids off to. Okay, so tip number five, and probably there's a ton of more tips that I could come up with, but I feel like when you do too much, it just... It becomes too much and you don't actually put to practice these tips. So I'm just keeping it at five, keeping it really simple. Tip number five is to plan a day of rest. So when you're planning a trip, factor in a day of rest. Jared and I like to plan our longer trips to come home on a day like Saturday instead of Sunday. That way we get a full day of rest to recuperate before we well, not he, we, but he returns back to work on Monday. I feel so much more at peace when Jared's home. And so when he does go to work on Monday, I'm like, oh no, don't leave me here to take care of everything. (laughs) So I like for us to have a day where we can get back on the same page. I can have, you know, that time to reset my house, reset our home, reset our family, and to get, just get everybody, I don't know, just on the same page with life. So if you can, and this doesn't always happen because sometimes our, our trips are planned from like Sunday to Sunday, but if you can, factor in an, a day of rest. Now, if you can't, and if you end up getting home on Sunday, you have to go to work on Monday, you, that might mean taking off a day of, of work. That might just mean factoring an extra vacation day if you have to, okay? If you work from home, that might be mean hiring a babysitter for that day or not returning anybody's call or, you know, taking a lighter load. Or like I said in tip number three is to do those first day activities before you even leave. So then you have your day of rest. So make sure you get enough sleep. So like I said, food and sleep, top priority. If everybody's fed, everybody's getting enough sleep and everything else just kind of just goes with the flow. I mean, you gotta, you kind of gotta like let plates drop where they may. I mean, you can't do everything. So these are going to be the five things that I'm going to put into place and I'm going to review them for you. So you can either write them down or put them in your phone. So you can know, you know, when I go on a trip, these are the five steps that I need to do to make returning home so much easier. Recovering from a trip so much easier. Okay. So tip number one is to stock your groceries. Okay. Don't skip out on that tip. Stock your groceries before you go on your trip and meal plan. Okay, tip number two is to clean and tidy your house. So after you've packed up, I recommend packing your bag, your bags ahead of time, getting them by the door or putting them in the car. Take a good hour or more 
to go ahead and put everything away and make sure that everybody helps and participates. Clean and tidy your house. And if you want to hire a house cleaner to come by your gut, definitely do that too. Tip number three is to complete your first day activities or task before you ever go on your trip. So go ahead and have those first day back task done. Or maybe not all of your tasks, but the ones that you can do ahead of time. Go ahead and have them done. Tip number four is to hire a babysitter. So go ahead, if you've never hired a babysitter before, go ahead and research, go ahead and make your list of people you trust. Hire a babysitter to help you. If you have little ones that are underfoot, have somebody help you out so that you can have space and time to think. I feel like there's just noise all around me all the time and I just don't have time to think. So don't hesitate to hire a babysitter. And tip number five, is to plan a day of rest. You are not going to rest on your vacation. Let's just go ahead and admit it. People don't rest on vacation. And even if you did rest on your vacation, the, the travel back, even if you're in a car and you're in the same time zone, it is exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting just even sitting. I'd rather go work out than ride in a car all day long. But plan your day of rest whether that's on a day of work where you have to take off a day of work or it's on the Sunday, you come back on Saturday and you plan your day of rest on Sunday. So I hope these tips help you to have a better trip, whether you're traveling this holiday season or you're gonna wait to travel next summer or even on spring break. I hope these tips help you to have a better traveling experience and that you can recover and recuperate a lot easier by planning ahead of time. All right, friends, I will see you on Friday for our No Fluff Friday right here on the Habits and Home Show. Hey friend, are you ready to dive in? start decluttering and become more productive in life and in business? Well, I have the solution for you. Head on over to habitsandhome.com slash freebies to grab my three-step guide for downsizing and decluttering any room in your home. This is the tried and true method I use with every client in my professional organizing business, and I know it will help you too. Also, I'd love to connect with you. You can find me hanging out with my family and renovating our farmhouse over on Instagram or Facebook. Until next time, I'm Lisa at the Habits and Home Show.